We are so glad that you can join us for another Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. Today's message is, Choose God. It's simple. Here is Annette. Welcome. I'm Annette Eckhart coming to you from Bridge for Peace in our New York studio. And I've got such a wonderful surprise for you today because we have one of our leaders in the Tamora area in the Western Slopes of Australia. As my special guest today, welcome Gillian Beth. Thank you, Annette. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm just so excited. Well, we're, really, We're very excited to have you because I know that God always fills your heart with a passion for him and for his people. You have had so much experience in trusting the Lord and seeing his miraculous power made evident in your lives and the lives of those that you pray for as well. And I'm very eager to hear what the Holy Spirit will put on your heart. We've been again in Bridge for Peace, as always, glorifying Jesus Christ for the inheritance that he gave us through his blood, for the call that he's given to all those who follow him, the call to pray and see healing, to see salvation, to see deliverance, and to see his provision. And I thank God that this is a normal part of your life, Gillian, walking in signs and wonders. And I know there's so many experiences that must be filling your mind at the moment, but we're going to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit as he speaks through you. So I ask you to share what God's put on your heart today. Mm. Thank you so much, Annette. Um, I guess if I start at the beginning, um, I grew up in a home that attended church. I went to Sunday school as a young child um, and I absolutely loved Jesus so much. Um, I, I also had a love of horses and I would um, ride horses and just worship God with tears sometimes of just love and adoration for him. Uh, and as I went on into my teenage years, um, I strayed away from God. And I, I, in hindsight, looking back, I know that I was looking for love in a tangible way. I felt like a need for love and so I strayed, you know, into deception and um, looking in the wrong places. And um, eventually I married and I had two children um, in my um, early 20s. And I, th during the years um, since I strayed away from God, I had and knowing that I needed to get back to God, I, I knew that I needed to get right with him. Um, but I felt like that would be boring. I would have to do this. I would have to try not to do that. And I thought I'm going to put that off as long as I can and have have fun first. That was, that was my thinking. <laughs> and... I'm so glad you're sharing that, Gil, because there's so many people with that thinking, um, God will come later. That will be later uh, after I'm 
settled down or worn out, however they look at it. But I guess the key to it, as you're sharing with us, is not now. That the devil's <laughs> not now, but later, whenever that later time is. And then, as you said, sometimes also the devil's saying life won't be, you know, so much fun. Mm. Once you come to the Lord, you know, it's going to be rigid, as you're saying, rule keeping. Yes. Rigid and really taking choices, perhaps even taking choices out of our hands to follow mm. rules that are written down somewhere. So thanks for sharing that, because I'm sure that there are people listening today that can relate exactly to what you're saying. So tell mm. us some more of that story. Um, so. I, I, I remember moments in time where I really was presented with the opportunity to come back to him, um, just, just specific moments in time, and um, I, I didn't make that choice. There was three key moments in time over those years where where I, I was presented with the opportunity and, and I, didn't, I didn't choose him. And then there was one Sunday morning in August 2004 and I was out the back um, getting horses ready um, to go to an event and uh, my daughter had a pony and, and we... Um, we were getting ready to go. I was actually um, on my knees, not praying, but I was on my knees putting, you put, um, they're called floating boots on a horse when you load them onto a trailer just to protect their legs in travel. So that's what I was doing, actually. Like little and shoes, some horse shoes? <laughs> it covers the bottom of their legs. Okay. And so I that's what was happening and I just had in in this single moment a dump it's like an explosion went off and, and just a dump of love peace and joy mm. and I have to say that before that I wasn't in a hard place I was I was happy, I would say, in my sin. I was happy living life for myself. I was, but there was just this single moment and the dump of love, peace, and joy. And I knew that I knew that I knew in that very moment, I'm going to live my life for God now, no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm going to live my life for God. And what I heard was, Families weren't meant to be like this. That's what I heard. Wow. And so then my daughter walked through the gate putting her little riding helmet on. I can still picture her coming through. And I said, I said, hun, we're not going to um, go today. I said, we're going to go to church instead. And she said, yippee. <laughs> <laughs> and she ran and inside and put a dress on and so from then on we um we went to church on Sundays and I let this organization know because it was a writing club for children and I was 
a writing instructor and I was the catering coordinator and I was the treasurer. And so it was, um, I guess, I, I felt like I was leaving a big hole for them, but I just let them know I wouldn't be able to attend because it was fortnightly on a Sunday morning and we were going to church um, then. So I let them know that I would fulfil my duties as a treasurer, but I wouldn't be able to be attend um, there and, and I would fulfil my duties until the AGM. So I only had two months to wait until the AGM. What, what's the and, AGM, Bill? An annual general meeting where you can change office so then they could vote in a new treasurer to take care of the bookkeeping. Thank you. So at that meeting, I... Um, I stepped down from all of the positions that I held and everyone was apologising to me saying, oh, Gil, you were doing too much. We're so sorry. We should have helped you. And I said, no, I really loved everything that I've done. It was um, it was enjoyable for me, but I found something better. <laughs> and they found it very hard to understand that, um, you know, finding God could be better than than what they had, you know, because I totally understand because I had been in that place where I thought I had the good thing as well. And and it's not until God, you know, the, the real God, when you really know God, um, that you know that he is more amazing and better and, and and life with him is just such a joy and whatever joy we thought we had is not joy at all and and the peace there's there's just it's inexplainable indescribable until you experience it so so they found it hard to understand but um so i relinquished all my positions and i i came home from that meeting and I just randomly opened my Bible and I, this is what I read. Um, I read from Psalm 33 uh, from verse 13 and it says, From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. Wow. And I jumped up from my chair and I said to my husband, you will not believe what I just read because I had just got home from the meeting and it's like I've left that behind. And um, so that that just, that was, I guess, the first time. So that was two weeks after um, the, oh, sorry, two months after that, you know, the, the bomb went off for me, I'll say, the love, peace, joy, <laughs> and the transformation in my life. Um, but I had experienced um, just since that moment happened just such a hunger for the word of God. I couldn't get enough of it. I was just reading the word all the time. Mm -hmm. And 
I know that at that time, um, before that moment happened even, I had a desire to really know whether I should study to become a primary school teacher. Um, and, and when I went to church that first Sunday, I said to the, the pastor and a lady that was there that's become a good friend of mine since, um, that I was just struggling with making this decision. And this lady said, have you prayed about it? And I thought, oh, yeah, I can do that now. <laughs> so I prayed about it. And then a few days later, I was working in the school as a teacher's aide at the time. And the student I was working with um, just was on a, a 10 minute break. So I looked under the desk and I was so excited because I saw a Bible there. <laughs> so while the student was on their break, I just opened this Bible. And again, it was just randomly, I'd open this Bible. Um, and this was just, you know, a, a few days after praying what I should do um, about um, the, the whole teaching thing. And what I read was, it was down at the bottom of the page. My eyes went to the bottom of the page and I read, we should not all want to be teachers. Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> so it, it's, it's not just what we read, but it's what the Holy Spirit does at the time. I just, at that same moment, I was just filled with his peace and I just knew that that wasn't for me at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was... Um, yeah, it settled it. So, how wonderful that the word how to to have the experience of the word of God settling things. Bill, that's an amazing testimony. I would like to just go back, touch back on something that you were sharing with us as you shared your story. One of the things that you said in the very beginning was that you had a knowing that you would want to get back to God at some point you would want to get back to God and you'd want to get right with him could you talk to us a little bit more about that process that you named as getting right with God how, how did that process play out for you and I'm keeping an eye on our clock we don't have a lot of minutes but I really would love it if you could share with us how that process works to get those that really know God, but maybe they've gotten involved in other directions. Mm. How do they get right now with God? I know people are being touched by your testimony. Could you, could you lay that path out for us a little bit? Yes, I would love to um, because I'm really passionate about it. There's, I think when you're in that place, when you feel like you need to get right with God and you have that desire, it can feel as though it's really hard and it, how do you do it? And it, it and it seems like it might even feel like there's every obstacle in our way and it, and it might even be that um, you feel the way I felt that um, it, it's going to be unattainable unachievable to live that life that pleases God but it is so simple it's just so simple and it's just a choice it's a choice it's 
it's you know turning around and facing him in just in the the posture of your heart I would say to face him and just say just simply say Jesus I choose you and and you can just be real because he knows our heart anyway you can say I I'm finding it hard to turn my back on my past I'm finding it hard to turn my back on the things you know relationships or what you know whatever might be in the way and because God knows our thoughts he knows our hearts but if we just lay it all out and just have the conversation with him um and just say but I I choose you and I invite you into my heart I want you to transform my life he is so willing <laughs> He's just so willing and kind and good and gracious. And it does not matter how far we've strayed. It does not matter where we've come from, what we've done. The past is just whitewashed by the blood of Jesus at that very moment. And it's just about then allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and he does the work. That's what, that was, um, my experience, things changed about me. I would say, I used to say all by themselves, but it was by the power of the Holy Spirit. But I didn't have to try. That was all a lie. All, all of that, it's going to be too hard. It's going to be too rigid. It's not going to be fun. That couldn't be further from the truth because that's when life got really exciting and um it's it's not about my effort it's about god coming in and transforming he loves to do the transforming and so it was just me simply making the choice mm-hmm. and just inviting him in and just saying yes and uh he does the rest and it's a beautiful wonderful amazing thing beautiful uh, invite anyone listening today who has questions about what Gillian Bett has been sharing with us from Australia today, write to us at info at bridgeforpeace.org because we want to have a conversation with you. Gillian, thank you for laying out the steps for us. We're telling us it's simple. For you who maybe are thinking it's a difficult thing to do, it's complicated, you're even confused about the process. I hope you heard what Gillian said today as she told us it's about the choice. And I just invite you today, if you're having that sense that you need to do what Gillian expressed so beautifully to get right with God, this is your time right now to make that choice. And we want to pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will find it simple, not to come up with an elaborate plan, but simply Mm -hmm. receive the invitation today. You have been invited by Jesus Christ to enter into that adventurous life that Gillian has been sharing with us about. And today you can make that choice and Jesus Christ will receive you with open arms You just tell him you're sorry about those other choices that you made and he will wash you with the power of his blood 
and you will live that abundant life that he always intended for you because he's made a plan for your future. I'm Annette Eckhart with Gillian and with Bridge for Peace. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. To learn more about Bridge for Peace or become a partner with the ministry, please visit us on our website, bridgeforpeace.org. If you would like to discover how to pray for healing and understand all that grace provides through the shed blood of Jesus and his resurrection, sign up for our Foundations for Healing course on our website. Also, if you have any questions, please email us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. We hope you join us again next week for another inspiring episode of the Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. This is Scott Silverberg for Annette saying God bless you and let Jesus be your bridge for peace.